On this episode of the Pre-PT Grind Podcast, we interviewed Dr. Coach Kelly Josephson. Kelly shares what her experience was like playing college basketball while applying to PT school. She also gives valuable insight on how she found her passion of coaching while in PT school and offers valuable advice to all pre-PTs regarding applications, choosing PT schools, and how to be a great clinician. Enjoy. This episode of the Pre-PT Grind Podcast is brought to you by the Accepted System. The Accepted System is not just coaching, it's not just an online course, it's not a feel-good group, and it's definitely not your guidance counselor just giving you a few tips and sending you on it. This is a proven system that helps Pre-PT students just like you get accepted into PT school without wasting time or money. The Accepted System has achieved acceptance for students with above and below 3.0 GPAs. Our system trains pre-PTs to think differently so that they can ultimately fulfill their dreams of becoming doctors of physical therapy despite their fears, low grades, and uncertainty of the future. The Accepted System is a do-it-with-you six-week program that teaches you our Accepted System method. To learn more, visit us at www.preptgrind.com and click I need to know more under the accepted system. We hope to help you achieve your dreams of getting into physical therapy school. Now enjoy the rest of the episode. Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, where we help you decide, prepare, and transform yourself into becoming not just the best PT student, but the best future physical therapist that you can be. Um, Coming back at you, this is Ben Lee, the newest member of the podcast team, coming back at you with another awesome interview with another awesome guest. Today, I'm honored to be joined by SSPT alum and my good friend, Dr. Coach Kelly Josephson. Kelly is a cash-based physical therapist that also coaches basketball and soccer at James Caldwell High School in West Caldwell, New Jersey. Uh, Kelly, thanks so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to chat with us today. Uh, about your journey into becoming a physical therapist and also a uh, coach in different sports. Thank you so much for having me, Ben. I'm, I'm excited to talk to you again. This is great. Awesome. So let's jump right into it. Uh, Kelly, how did you discover like, the field of physical therapy in general? So my story, I feel like, is kind of a typical one in that I was a high school athlete. Um, I played soccer, basketball, and softball. And my sophomore year, I had a basketball injury that um I was it was our first scrimmage of the year I was going in for a layup my defender was coming out at me she caught a hold of my elbow in a funny position and I heard something tear in my shoulder it sounded like a piece of paper that was ripping um later came to find out that that was my my labrum that torn Um, and so I was actually pretty strong my athletic trainer came, came out of the game I was a little frazzled athletic trainer looked at me I had full strength I had full range of motion um I was a little apprehensive but I was fine otherwise and I actually ended up playing the whole of my sophomore basketball season without really any problems and there was times when I would 
pull down a rebound or something and I would, wouldn't like it in that position. So I would just get out of that position. And our second to last game of the year, I got a rebound and I pulled it down and my shoulder popped out of its socket. And like before I knew really what happened, I grabbed it and pulled it back in and I mm -hmm. screamed and threw the ball out of bounds. My family was like, well, you've, you've never done that before. Like that was weird. Uh, we should probably get this looked at. So went, got it looked at, uh, found an X-ray, X MRI, found out it was a torn labrum. Talked about the options. That was at um, the hospital for special surgery in New York City. Talked about my options. Dr. Alchek, who was done the Mets and done Pedro Martinez, he was like, listen, if you want to play high-level sports again, you got to operate on this because um, it's not going to fix itself. So that meant missing softball season all summer. And Ouch. then I asked about soccer, and he was like, oh, you'll be fine for soccer. And I was like, I'm the goalie. And he was like, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, so it ended up, you know, I had the surgery in March. And seven months of physical therapy later, I actually got back like halfway through soccer season, um, which was great. And it was it was a really good learning experience for me. Um, so that's how I was introduced to physical therapy. And I thought maybe by my maybe by my senior year of high school, like, what did I want to do when I when I grew up? And I knew I wanted to go into medicine in some capacity. And I looked back at my my own experience. And I was like, you know what? I saw an orthopedist probably for a combined like one hour worth of time where I was awake and alert and like talking to him, right? Mm -hmm. Over five visits, maybe, maybe 20 minutes per visit, right? Mm -hmm. I saw my PT three times a week for seven months for like an hour. Yeah. Like he me inside and out and upside down and like tell how it was grandma's birthday and we had the driving test go. And like, he just, he knew when to push me, he knew when to lay off. And I loved that relationship that I had with him. And I thought, like, I, if I was going to go into medicine, it was because of the relationships that I wanted to build with people. And, um, and that's kind of what, what got me into PT. So I feel like a lot of physical therapists have a similar story of I was injured and I, I had a great PT myself. Um, but I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because I think there's something really valuable about being a patient and having their perspective on what they're going through. Yeah, I think... It, the, it's the conventional story, but um, like well, nothing wrong with that. Like that's that's how a lot of people discover physical therapy because like they needed it and they never knew it existed until they needed it. And that's frankly how a lot of people discover their passions. Yeah, <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I, right. you know, I didn't know I needed that or like exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, take us through your pre-PT journey, I guess, from undergrad uh, to applying with applications, especially um, around this time of the year, applications are opening up, and then yeah, um, the PT school. <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't envy you guys at all. It was um, it was a process. <laughs> you, you guys all know that. Um, so, like I said, I went to high school. I knew I wanted to go into something in medicine. I wasn't sure what. I went to St. Anselm College in New Hampshire, um, which is where my dad and my uncle and my brother went, and I swore I would never go there, and I applied and got some decent uh, like financial aid from them. I was like, yeah, okay, maybe I like it. So <laughs> so I went to St. A's, and it was I played basketball there, and it was, it was a really great experience. I met some amazing people. I met my best friend who's in my wedding you know, in a couple months, and, uh, and it was a phenomenal experience, and I was a biology major there. And um, I made it through biology and chemistry. I was, I was in the honors program. Um, and then my sophomore year, I was taking organic. And I was taking exercise. No, I took organic my first semester and like squeaked by. 
man. Just, it was not pretty, but squeaked by and organic. And I loved my professor. It was Dr. Lisa Bonner. Uh, she's at Ecker College now. She's a phenomenal, one of, one of a, a great friend still. And I was in her office all the time because I was squeaking by in her class, right? I was in her office hours constantly. And my, that second semester sophomore year, I took exercise phys. Uh, which was a prereq for PT school and pre pretty much anything if I wanted to go, if I wanted to become a physician. So I was taking exercise phys. I started organic too, and I loved exercise phys. And I was like, man, like I want to be a PT. That kind of decided it for me. Um, Dr. Larson was my professor there and he was phenomenal. And so I went into Dr. Bonner's office and I said, Dr. Bonner, kind of with tears in my eyes, happy, happy tears and sad tears. And I was like, I, I'm going to drop organic. Um, and St. Anselmo offered a major. It was called natural science. So I switched my major to natural science so that I didn't have to take organic. So organic wouldn't destroy my GPA uh, like it did the, the previous semester. And, uh, and I went in and I, I focused on the exercise phys. Then that, so end of that uh, semester, I decided I wanted to transfer. Ah. So I transferred to Catholic university uh, for a lot of reasons. And, and, uh, and basketball had something to do with that and academics had something to do with that location has something to do with that because Washington DC was a much more bustling, uh, uh, metropolis than the boondocks in New Hampshire. Um, and so when I transferred Catholic doesn't offer natural sciences as a major, it was biology or chemistry. So I had to take organic two a year after I had taken organic one. If I wanted to graduate with a science degree that gave me the prereqs I needed to go to physical therapy school. So it was funny because I, I FaceTimed Dr. Bonner up at St. Anselm. I was like, hey, can you help me pass organic two at a different <laughs> school? And, uh, and she was amazing. And she absolutely did. And I, I certainly would not have survived that uh, if I hadn't had a great relationship and still have a great relationship uh, with Dr. Bonner. She was, she was just a, 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 a true lifeline and a lifesaver for me. Um, so that was that was going to my junior year, finished all my prereqs. I actually had to stay a summer at Catholic to take physics because um, I did transfer. And then my senior year, I started that application process. And God, I wish you guys were around when I started that because I was, I was lost. I really was. Um, and I had to kind of figure out the PT cast by myself and get my observation hours in by myself, get my letters of rec, make sure my transcripts were in correctly. Um, Gosh, the GRE was a total blur. Uh, it was, meanwhile, right, I was playing college basketball at the time. So mm -hmm. it was right, right around when PTCast was due, right, right about December, we were starting to get into the heart of basketball season. So it was, I remember doing a lot of it in like September, right before basketball and my senior year really kicked up because I knew I wasn't going to have time come October, November, December to do it all. Um, mm -hmm. So that was, yeah, that was the, the pre-PT journey, I think, in a nutshell, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a lot. And I think it's point you, you brought up that um, Joseph and Casey always says is the leverage is small, like leveraging that re relationship with your professor to go back to her as a resource. Like oh, man. as a pre-PT, you're going to come across like some bad professors and some bad mentors and bad, you know, fellow students. But you're also going to come across some really good students, almost I would call like gems or yeah, good absolutely. professors or even like good PTs that you work with in the clinic or like when you go to SSPT Live and you meet like 400 awesome PTs. Yeah. Um, 
Um, but leverage is small, like leverage those little relationships. And that sounded like it really helped you uh, like keep your grades up and stay on top of things in terms of you know, grades. That's the most important thing that, you know, PT schools look at. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you would know that more than me. Um, I think too, a big, a big one was my letters of recommendation. Uh, mm -hmm. Cause I actually had Dr. Bonner write me one uh, as, as a professor. And um, I think having, having been through that with her and not, not just, we didn't have just an academic connection. Like we, we were friends and, uh, and I was like, you know, she, she was relatively young. She got it. She understood where I was in my life and, and met me there kind of. Um, <laughs> so I would certainly encourage anybody who's looking to apply to schools like latch on. If you have a professor who gets you, like don't be afraid to like latch on, use them as a resource. They're there to help you. Um, and, and they can, they'll, they'll make or break you kind of, but they'll want to make you they'll, they're really, they're really going to want to help. Yep. Yep. And at the end of the day, like even in the future, you could help them too. And it comes back to just relationships. I mean, we talked about it in Florida when we were talking about coaching and stuff, but yep. in life and even as a pre-PT applying to PT school, it comes down to relationships. Like yep. what relationships do you have in your professors to get your grades up? Um, what network do you have helping you if you're GRE? Um, obviously your letters of rec, like that is pretty much all relationships. If you want yep. to get the best letter of rec possible, um, like you said, someone that's a professional, a mentor and a friend, uh, that's, that's a golden right there. Like that's, yeah. that's a huge, huge boost to your application. Yeah, definitely. Yep. And so like you ended up going to MGH in Boston for PT school. Um, how did that process go about in terms of choosing MGH, um, like a interviews and then um like how was your experience there yeah good question um i had applied i don't know probably to seven or eight schools um one of which was usc which at the time was like ranked top in the country um i only applied there for that reason really <laughs> oh maybe living in california would be fun and then i realized like it's in the heart of traffic in california so, nah, mm -hmm. i don't want to do that um, MGH was another one that was, I think they were seventh, ranked seventh in the country by whoever does that, U.S. News and World Report. It, hindsight, it doesn't matter, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I know I'm talking to people who are, uh, looking at, at that type, type of thing and, and wondering, does it, does it matter that much? It, three years out of school, I don't think it matters that much. Maybe I'm wrong, but like, it really doesn't. Mm -hmm. You're all, now, the whole goal of PT school is to pass the NPTE, and then you're all just as qualified right it's it really matters what the experience you had in school was um so mgh was ranked seventh i applied to boston university um i applied to umdnj in new jersey which is now uh rutgers um i think a school in rhode island seton hall here in jersey there's like a, a handful drexel maybe and in, in philly and um MGH was high on my list because of the clinical experiences that they offered. They, they were the only school at the time that I, that I knew of that our final year of school was a year-long internship that we got paid for. Um, and granted, it was about half of what a real, like what a real PT would make, um, but we were still getting paid for something, for, for uh, working for a company. And then about halfway through your internship, you sat for your boards. If you passed your boards, they kind of, they bumped up your salary and you stayed on as a physical therapist, like with the people who, who guided you through that last little bit of school. Uh, so I, that's, that's the highest reason that I chose there. Um, 
another reason. I remember getting on the phone with my best friend from from St. Anselm who lived close to Boston. And I joked with her and I was like, maybe I'll go to California. And she was like, I, you better not. <laughs> okay, I'll come to Boston. Yeah. Um, but I, but I knew it was, it was mostly for those clinical experiences that I was going to get um, up in Boston. And I like the city and I like the area. Um, it was, it was more expensive than had I gone to school in New Jersey. Um, and at the time, like I said, UMD and J was becoming Rutgers and I just, I didn't want to be a part of that transition class um, of them kind of being taken over. Um, so I'm glad that I went to school up there. I had the the best part of the entire experience was the people I met in my class. Mm-hmm. My, my absolute best friends like got me through everything that grad school throws at you um, was the, the handful of people who I connected with who like cha- certainly changed my life for the better. Um, that was the best part of going to school there, hands down. Um, the clinical experience I got in my year long internship, I met people there who changed how I looked at physical therapy um they were like a pediatric based outpatient orthopedic type of clinic one of one of their clinics was in um a big gym called the athletic republic and the AR we had access to all their their equipment and we could go out and shoot hoops at lunch and throw football with our our late stage ACL recovery kids and uh and I loved it so that was that was the highlight of going to MGH was the people I met and and that last really that last clinical experience was tremendous awesome and I think you bring up a good couple good points um through like your experience like definitely like leveraging the small like we said but then like you you did your homework like you knew like which like what you were looking for you know like you knew what you were looking for in a PT program, um, location, obviously is important, but that clinical experience was what you wanted and yeah. that's what you got. And like, you got the value out of it too. And I think like you said, it, it doesn't matter where you go to PT school. Um, because at the end of the day, like they're all, the goal of PT school, like you said, is to get you on that level playing field. Like Greg Todd says, it gives you like a ticket to play the game of physical therapy. Um, yeah. And you're pretty much set up to pass the boards. But I think each PT school has a different way of getting you to that that same destination of passing the boards. And so when it comes down to choices and differences, it comes down to, like, which way is the best fit for you? Which, you know, like, would you rather drive, I don't know, like a Prius or like a pickup truck? You know, like, they're all the same destination. They're all different, you know? Yeah, Um, that's a good way to put it. (laughs) I like that a lot. I'm going to steal that. (laughs) <laughs> you got it. you can use it Thank you. Um, and then looking back now I guess as Dr. Dr. Coach Kelly Josephson uh, if you were to go up to pre-PT Kelly Josephson uh, who was playing college ball uh, up in up in up north you know um, what would you tell the younger version of yourself the younger pre-PT version of yourself <laughs> start sooner <laughs> um man like in in a, in a couple different ways i mean that like i wish i had belonged to sspt sooner i wish uh that i that i i always believed in myself in getting into school i always believed in myself in like the the world is yours for the taking i i very genuinely believe that but i thought i needed a lot of stuff before i took the world right i thought i needed a college degree don't need a college degree to start changing the world, right? I thought I needed um, 
all these clinical experiences, right? Didn't need the clinical experiences to change the world. Thought I needed, uh, you know, th thought I needed DPT after my name to start making an impact. And like, that's not true at all. <laughs> like, I wish I had started writing sooner. I wish I had started like publishing stuff sooner. I wish I got uh, more comfortable do, doing that type of stuff right and and speaking as an authority without really feeling that way because that's that's what I'm doing now and at, at 28 right I'm still I think I'm still young um and three years out of school like I I'm sure my 40 year old self will have lots of other words of wisdom for me um <laughs> but just by starting now like I'm I'm learning so so much that you can't really learn by somebody teaching it to you you just got to go do it um so that's what I, I like and I, I have high schoolers right who I coach and I'm telling them like start start your um start your Roth IRA right now right put a dollar in it and let it grow until you're 30 right start that now everybody who's listening to this right now <laughs> um because that stuff just just multiplies right there's and and you could make a metaphor of like okay all right, your Roth IRA is where you're actually keeping retirement money and, and little things you put in will pay big dividends later, right? Your blog is your little Roth IRA of your content right now. And in 10 years, you don't know, somebody finds that post from 10 years ago, right? And, and links up with you because of what you wrote 10 years ago, right? That's a little, that's a, that's a dollar in your IRA bank um, of your content, right? Wow, yeah. So I, like I would encourage everybody, just do, do something find the thing you like and write about it or go talk to people in it. Cause the connections you make are going to pay dividends in some capacity, even if it's just the quality of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and speaking of like starting sooner, I mean, like you, I would think, I mean, you would say start sooner, but I would think you'd be an example of starting sooner. Like, you know, talk about a little bit about like your, your journey as a coach then like following, you know, what, what is your passion and how did you follow your passion? Um, even before PT school and during PT school, um, leading up to now. Yeah, I, I found myself, this is funny, man. My second year of school, my best friend, again, her name is Andrea. Uh, Andrea's dad was running like a, I don't know, a, a spring basketball league. He's like, Kelly, I need a coach. And I was living in Cambridge, which was like, it was not, it, Boston's not an easy city to, to easily travel from mm -hmm. A to B even if A to B is like a hundred yards away. And so I would take a train right after school. I'd get out of school at whatever, five. I'd take the rush hour train up to Wakefield. Uh, they'd pick his, his like, either like Dre's grandfather or somebody would pick me up at the train station, drive me to the gym. I'd practice with my girls for, it was a seventh grade team for like an hour and a half. Right. So that brought me to like eight o'clock. I'd go back and have dinner at their house, which was great. Cause I got to see them and hang out with them. They would drive me back to the train at Wakefield at like nine 30. I would get back to Boston at like 10:30. I go to sleep like that, and I co like I coached, and I I loved it. Ben, there are I'm like almost embarrassed to admit this. I filmed our games, and I would put them on YouTube so the kids could watch them. Like yeah. that was what I spent my time doing. Yeah, and, uh, and I I loved it. I loved it. I wouldn't have done it if I didn't love it. I know he's paying me for this stuff. Like, and uh, and the best part of that was I got like one of the dads asked me to do private lessons so I started doing private lessons with a set of twins who now are like there's I guess they're going to be seniors and they're like they've had a phenomenal athletic career and I'm just like so proud of that and uh and I coaching through school helped 
me be better at school, right? Because I had to prioritize my time. I had to be an example for these kids. Um, and and then during my year-long internship, it's funny, I reached out to the, it was in Norwood, uh, Massachusetts, and I reached out to the Norwood rec department. And I said, listen, I'm going to be finishing my internship. I'm a physical therapy student. I would love to get involved with the team. I can't head coach a team, but I would love to get involved with any help you need, right? Because every rec department everywhere needs an extra set of hands somewhere, right? And if they're qualified and if they care about the kids, it's even better. And that's when I, I think they were, they might have been sixth grade, those girls. And I loved it. Again, after practice, after work, I'd get out at seven o'clock, eight o'clock, I'd grab Chipotle and I would go over to practice and I would practice with them for an hour and I'd get home at 10 o'clock and I loved it. And, um, and I said, again, those girls are doing great. And I, I keep up with them on Facebook and Instagram. And like, it's just, it's super rewarding to see them. And even to just have had the slight impact that I had with them is like to- totally worthwhile. Right. And now the beauty of it now is like, if something comes up, right. And like an ankle is hurting or a knee is hurting. Like they have me as a resource mm-hmm. and they that because, because I was one, whatever, four years ago, whatever it was. Um, so it, I don't know. I've, I've heard the question asked, like, can you work through physical therapy school or, you know, can you do anything else besides school or what should I be doing besides school? Like find your thing and go do it. Cause like, that's, that's, I fell into coaching. Well, I'll save that for, for another time where we can get into it if you want, but coaching after physical therapy school, uh, just kind of, it, it came to me, it came to me. And, and I, when I realized I loved coaching kind of as a, more more than just the side hustle, like a side gig type of thing. Um, that's when I have to kind of forge this path of like, all right, how do I combine physical therapy and coaching? Um, and it's, that's exactly what it is. It's forging a path because it's not a very common, you, you have your staff PTs who work nine to five or eight to eight or whatever they work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have your high school coaches who, who teach in the school system. And it's, it's hard to kind of merge those two together. It's possible, but it's, it's, unconventional yeah and then i mean following up on that there's so many things you can i can kind of pluck and take away from what you just said there but number one is like follow your passion to all the pre-pts out there absolutely number one follow your passion but number two serve others absolutely you know and if you combine those two things you have something pretty powerful there um and like you said if you start now if you start putting money in your your roth you know fund your retirement fund um it you know it builds up exponentially the same thing of that if you pour your time and your energy into your serving others in your passion um and for you and me coincidentally well providentially it falls into the same field of coaching and physical therapy um even for me like i started coaching my freshman year of undergrad um and that has helped me so much like i was able to get you know gain connections and actually even Partially, it helped me get my job as a PT tech, and it's really helped me able to, you know, help me like teach instructions and you know, yep. teach patients how to exercise correctly, the right form, how to you know how to squat correctly, uh, how yep. to like, you know build relationships with patients, and like you know, I like I'm a pretty good tech now, but that's mainly because of my experience as a coach. And now going yep. to PT school, I feel like I have good soft skills. Um, maybe impress some people at my clinicals, maybe get a nice job, uh, and I just kind of establish myself as a solid clinician. And that's because I started sooner in a field that I was passionate about and in a field that forced me to serve others. Uh, and that's exactly what you hit on. Uh, yeah. And then number two, like, like, do more. Like, 
And if, if you're doing what you love and you're serving others and you're serving others within your passion, you're not going to get burnt out. Like you said, like you get home at 10 o'clock and you'd love it, you know? Yep. Uh, yep. And I think if anyone, any pre PTs are fortunate enough to find that, uh, like, like go all in on that, you know, yep. all in, whether it be so, like soccer, fitness, uh, even like working with dogs, like, like, right? Music, so, anything, whatever it is, art, right? Painting, what, anything. <laughs> um, and I think that's that's the beauty of being a physical therapist is there's there's so much versatility in it, and that's one of the things I love about it too. Where like, if there if you like just about anything just as long as that anything isn't like sitting on a couch like if you like anything that's active there's a need for people in the field and i think that's really cool about what you and i want to do is get on the front lines to help the people who love the stuff that you love right to help to because everybody needs to move better everybody needs to be educated about um right injury risk reduction and proper adequate rest right and in coaching it's it's so relevant but it's also relevant in in just about anything like you like architecture architects sit at their desk all day what are they right like i i don't know you, you like movies like what do movie stars need to be able to do or what do what a what does the lighting guy have to be able to do to make that phenomenal shot that you love in that movie right mm -hmm. go help the lighting guy <laughs> you know and it's like it's a, and just about anybody who is interested in stuff that you're interested in you can you can help with physical therapy and that's like i don't know it's like a superpower it's so cool mm -hmm. yeah i mean physical therapy is optimizing movement and like, yeah. you said, like i know you and, and katie and uh shout out to give and go physio go follow at give and go oh physio, yeah uh on instagram but you guys are passionate about injury prevention and like attacking stuff on the front end and that's what we need to do more as, as future movement experts as you know the optimized movement experts yep. um you can like you said you can help anyone because uh, as humans we all move pretty much unless we're like tony stark in an iron man suit even though he moves right too much. yeah yeah you know we all move and we have to know how to move properly um and even like fall in love with movement like fall in love with exercise you know and take control of your health and fitness uh, that's what we do. And like you said, in any field that you're passionate, in, even like horses, if you love to ride horses, yep. horseback riding, you can, you can treat kids, pediatric, you know, patients that have, uh, you know, disorders, neuromuscular disorders, like hippotherapy, it's a thing. Go look it up. Yep. You know, like any field you want to go into, um, anything you love, as long as you love human movement and human body and serving others, like you're, you're, you're golden in this field pretty much. Absolutely. You could, that's defining it. That's absolutely what it is. Yeah. Yep. So a couple more questions, Kelly. Uh, first, like, I guess the pre wrap up question. Um, if you had your own PT school uh, out in Jersey, Dr. Kelly, you know, Dr. Coach Kelly yeah. PT Academy. PT Academy. Yeah. What would your <laughs> first choice PT applicant be like? I'm going to be biased because I'm going to say like you, Ben, but that doesn't really help everybody else. <laughs> um, and I'm not just saying that, but I'll, I'll try to encapsulate a little bit. Um, the, I think the, the best PT, the best physical therapists and the best physical therapy students understand people. 
uh, I hope I hope and I'm sure that's a common theme that everybody says on here but like you can't help anyone if you don't show them you care about them right and like that's 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 the first thing is is find the people who you care about and go serve them if I had an applicant, right, if I'm sitting down with an interview or I get a letter of recommendation that says, Ben cares so much about his athletes, right? He's, right, and gives examples of, of how you serve them, right? You stay after practice with them. You help them with their homework. You, you know, you write them letters of recommendation, whatever it is you do, right? And I see that Ben cares about people and you can't just say it, right? Everybody goes, oh, why did you go to PT? Because I really want to help people. Like, yeah, okay, we know that. Great. Like, who do you want to help? Why do you want to help them? Why is it important that they get help from, from you, right? What makes you specifically able to help people? Because there's thousands of PTs. Who, who is it that Ben Lee is going to help, right? Who is it that, that pre-PT grind listeners are going to help? Um, that, that's, that's it, right? Being able to, to communicate, and that's the Greg Todd student in me, right? Communicate with people and appreciate the relationships you have with them so that you can help them that's that's above literally anything else right i can teach you manual skills i can teach you how to pass certain exams right kyle rice shout out to kyle rice for being able to help people pass the mpte right there are people who can do that i it's really hard to teach you to care about people mm -hmm. yeah and i think that's that's the premise of why joseph and casey started pre-pt grind is because sadly like PT school is, I mean, I said it, like it, it is very competitive because people want to go yeah. into it. That's a, that's a good problem to have. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But what we found was that a lot of, you know, a lot of people that cared about people that, you know, are serving people at a high level, are following their passions. Like they have, you know, three threes, three fives, even 3.0 yeah. GPAs, and they're slipping through the cracks. Yeah. Like they want, they're meant for physical therapy, but PT schools won't let them in because of the numbers. Um, yeah that are on the table. And so I guess like what we do, you know, it's help them, you know, figure out how to leverage themselves, how to leverage a small, how to, you know, build a great relationship with a professor and get a great letter of rec, um, how to get your GRE score up, um, how do you, you know, how to study, study strategies, how to get that GPA up, retaking classes. Yeah. Um, but like you said, those are the people that belong in physical therapy, the people that, you know, want to serve others and to understand people. And yeah. honestly, like, I couldn't have said it better than you did. Like you pretty much dropped the mic there. Like you have to understand people because physical therapy is a, is a people based profession. Yep. Um, and that's why, I mean, it's why it's so important. And that's, that's why Joseph and Casey, you know, work their tails off to, to mentor us because they see that in certain people and they want to help them achieve their dreams. And I'm just so yeah. thankful that, you know, yeah, absolutely. And I, like, yeah, I, I don't, you, you know, the numbers, right. You're going through it now of like, the, the GPA you need, right? Or um, the certain grades and certain classes that you need. And I, I wish the emphasis, God, because I went to school with a lot of smart people who had no clue how to ha actually help someone. They could write an awesome paper. They could do a great amount of research, put them in front of a patient and they're like blind, right? Bl <laughs> everything else. And like, and I'm sure they're great. They're good physical therapists now. They are. Um, but those, it's not because of their grades, right? They we, we all got the same grades, essentially, right? We passed the boards, great. Uh, and now it's, it's getting a head start on those other skills. So I'm, I'm so grateful to Joseph and Casey for having 
something like this because like if there's anyone listening who's got right those 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 numbers that they're not sure of and you know this is the right thing for you like pursue it man like get latch on to all the help you can get and and don't stop because it is it's a phenomenal profession filled with other people who want to help people mm-hmm. and that like that who, where does that exist in the world ever right like we're, we live in a world that's like take 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 and the world of physical therapy is give like give until you have nothing else and then find something else and give that away too yeah um, and, and it's, it's such a rewarding community we have to be a part of. Um, and I feel really blessed to be a part of it. So there's somebody who's, who's listening, who's like, not sure. Um, certainly reach out to me, reach out to anybody in that, in that network um, to make sure it's the right thing that you're pursuing and, and, and don't let it get you down. Cause, cause if, if you have those qualities of caring about people, you can excel in the field. No question. No question. Yep. Um, and then speaking of reaching out, final question, I guess, where can people find you locally uh, in the tri-state area and then online through social media? Give us all the shout outs, roll out the red carpet for you, Kelly. Totally, the red carpet. Oh man. So my <laughs> clinic is in West Caldwell, New Jersey, uh, which is like, I don't know, 30 minutes outside of New York, probably. And um, that's where I coach also too at James Caldwell High School. If you want to go follow JCHS Girls Hoops on Instagram and Twitter, you can find all of our kids there. That's, that's really my pride and joy is, is working with those girls. We have an awesome group. Um, this is my second year there uh, as the assistant coach. And I, I, that's just a great community to be a part of. Um, mm-hmm. There's those guys, all of my physical therapy and coach stuff is Dr. Coach Kelly, DR Coach Kelly with an I. Uh, there's drcoachkelly.com. There's Instagram with Dr. Coach Kelly. If you Facebook search Dr. Coach Kelly, it's there. Um, Twitter, I think, is Dr. Coach Kelly, too. It's all Dr. Coach Kelly, um, <laughs> which has kind of become my identity, which is, which is really cool. Um, and it, you know what's funny? You guys appreciate this as pre-PTs. I'm almost like it, I've informally dropped the doctor, right? I'm running a couple of basketball camps and all this sort of stuff, and it's, people are inadvertently finding out, oh, she's a physical therapist, right? It doesn't matter. It literally it doesn't matter that I'm a PT. Yeah. I care about people and I'm in my community and I'm coach Kelly in the, in that community. And it's great. And I love it. And I'm all for it. And they look at the email and they're like, why is she a doctor in? It's like, Oh, Oh, oh coach Kelly's a physical therapist. Yeah. And that's, that's it. Right. You get over yourself of like, Oh, the doctor stuff. But anyway, it's all Dr. Coach Kelly. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, there's give and go physio, which I, uh, I just joined up with Katie, uh, Katie buds, Katie budsy. Um, <laughs> and that, you know, the give and go physio brand is, is, aim towards educating coaches and girls basketball players on how to move better and how to stay healthy. Um, so you can find all that stuff at give and go physio. Uh, that's on Instagram. There's, we have a Facebook page too, give and go physio.com. Um, and I think that's it. Feel free. I mean, reach out, email drcoachkelly at gmail.com. Um, seriously, anybody, if there's anybody in the tri-state area who wants to just talk or get coffee or lunch or whatever, um, I'm more than happy to talk that stuff. Um, yeah, that's it. Pre-PTs, leverage. Leverage is small. Reach out yeah. to us. Uh, you can also reach out to us at contactpreptgrind.com. Um, for those of us who are following on social media, choose a DM. But people are out there, like you said. This is a profession where everyone, well, everyone that's good in the profession <laughs> yeah. has the intention and desire to serve others. Yes. Uh, and there's so many of them, really. Like, yeah. it, it's crazy. I've been part of this pre-PT grind slash SSPT network for just under two years now. And the amount of people I've met 
Like I met Katie, you know, your partner, Katie, she's in Chicago here with me. I actually sent her one of my players that towards ACL, yeah. you, know, you know, like you find people, you meet them, follow, you know, find their passion. You learn so much from them, like learning, even like what you talked about here in the past 30, 40 minutes or so with your experience, um, and, you know, as a pre-PT and in Boston, at MGH, now as Dr. Coach Kelly in uh, West Caldwell, the people that you impact, like there's so much to learn and unpack from that. And the mentorship you can gain from that is way more valuable than, you know, passing a board exam. And like you said, yeah. it's not necessarily about the letters behind your name or your title, um, but it's about Kelly, like Ke Coach Kelly. Uh, yeah. Kelly, that's here to help and impact and serve her community. So yeah. That's it. Awesome. Well, um, thank you so much. I, I'm so appreciative of what you do, the content you put out, the places that you're going, the connections that you've had, you've helped me with. Like, I'm so grateful to you. Um, and I, I hope, I hope everybody who's listening understands that um, about you and, and like, gosh, do what he's doing. Right? <laughs> he's working on a podcast with Joseph and Casey who are helping tremendous amounts of people get into physical therapy school, like other pre-PTs, should reach out to you and and do what you're doing within their field that they that they love um because the, the i think you'll i'll say it for you the experience you're gaining in interviewing people and doing podcasts and making connections and realizing how how other people can impact your life in a positive way uh is is tremendous so yeah like do that do what ben's doing everyone <laughs> <laughs> crazy valuable yeah it, it's so yeah. it's actually fun interviewing people I, i'm a big podcast listener and yeah it's, it's huge uh yeah it's a blast well yeah. thanks so much for your time kelly i uh, really appreciate it i uh, really appreciate all you do for the uh community of physical therapy in general um and yeah thanks so much for joining us today thank you so much for having me ben have an awesome night awesome you too all right what is up guys, you've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I wanna ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you could take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.